Hello, lovely people, and welcome to another episode of Mental Digestion. I'm your host, Precious, and today's guest is my wonderful fiance, Mike. Mike, would you like to say hello? Hey, how are you guys doing? And the topic for the episode for today is forgiveness. So, Mike, have you ever struggled with unforgiveness? With unforgiveness? Um, I'd like to think not, but I, you know, I try to live my life in a way that, um, you know, to the fullest and to be happy. So I think forgiveness is a big part of being able to be happy. Hmm. I, I think for me, it's a two part answer about whether I've struggled with unforgiveness. There are times when I have, um, where like I'm thinking that I've forgiven that person, you know, but then I find that when I talk about the situation or when I see the person, uh, when it, when it becomes real, when it comes, becomes time to show the forgiveness in action, um, that I feel that resentment. I feel, you know what I'm saying? Like that stuff comes up that I'm like, wait, wait, maybe, maybe I haven't forgiven that person. <laughs> and I thought I did. And then, um, there are other times in the past where I thought I struggled with unforgiveness, but the truth is that I didn't quite understand what forgiveness really was to know if I was truly doing it or not. So what is forgiveness for you? How would you, for yourself, how would you define forgiveness? What does it look like? Um, Forgiveness for me, well, you know, for one, it's not about the other person. It's about, it's for myself. I think that's the biggest thing to understand. But then, you know, it's when someone does something that is disrespectful to you or mean or you know, out of left field or something that just affects you or, you know, they come at you sideways and then it's, you know, up to you to be like, you know, I'm going to let that go or I'm just not going to, you know, mess with you anymore. And, th- and that's kind of how I do it, you know, because again, it's for me forgiveness so that I can move forward and not hold grudges and, you know, live my life. Like I was saying earlier, like just being the happiest I can be because life's too short. So. So in the past, for you, it's looked like cutting people off. I mean, if right. what they did was bad enough, Harsh absolutely. Enough, yeah. I mean, because it's not healthy. It's toxic to keep that person around if they're going to disrespect you that badly. Absolutely. I, I think for me, um, and, you know, it it does tend to be like, okay, well, first of all, sometimes it's a choice, like you said, to make a decision to not be offended at certain things. Um, and to look at a person with grace, you know, right. like that they're going to make some mistakes. Um, and then other times, specifically when people have shown that they are not remorseful or sorry or um, they lack accountability for their actions. Right. Um, I tend that's when I tend to do the cutoff because we have nothing to discuss. We have nothing to discuss because if I discuss it with you, you're just going to deflect. 
You're never going to admit any kind of wrong. And that's important to me because for me, it's about making sure that I guard my heart. You know, what is it? The, the term is or that uh, quote guard, guard your heart because everything you do flows from it. You know, and so like I can't expect to put out good things in the world if I'm constantly allowing people to to hurt me and and break my heart, because at a certain point you become bitter. And so I have to guard myself from toxic things and toxic people. And I said, you know, people can make mistakes, but it's when you choose to continue to do it and show no remorse or accountability. That means you're going to continue to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I've forgiven every person in my life that's done anything wrong to me, but I it definitely has changed my um I don't know what you want to call it, but my willingness to jump into friendships or different things like that. Like mm. I'm much more hesitant and I'm much more happy just being by myself in a lot of Probably situations. Probably just a little bit more careful, right? Right. Like mm-hmm. it, I'm definitely more, you know, wise from those mistakes and from those situations. So in that way, you know, those things are blessings because they've helped, helped me to grow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, it's how you look at it too. So would you say it, it made you create more of a standard for who you allow to be, to get close to you? Right. Okay. And every, you know, everything we go through, it it is a possible tool to help us become a stronger, better person. Okay. So, like, one thing I saw, it was something that said uh, forgiveness. Forgiveness means letting go of the past that you thought you wanted. So, um, in terms of if someone... Someone hurt your feelings because a lot of times it's like it's really the fact that you had an expectation and that expectation wasn't met. If, if you thought you could depend on somebody and then they they feel short. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually when you have an expectation that people can let you down. Right. And so forgiveness is choosing to let go of that expectation. Right. I thought that was very profound because that can go in any direction with most any offense right right and that's what i and i mean i'm the same thing it's like i've lowered my expectations of people um but and i'm also more careful about who i choose to bring into my life Mm -hmm. like i used to be much more like everybody's my friend and i'm not that way anymore Mm -hmm. um, because of multiple situations that i got myself into from that kind of attitude or that way of looking at life and having better expectations of of people so i mean i guess in in a way i've been jaded a little bit but is it jaded though is it i I don't think that you should call everybody a friend i think that's very immature or right i mean that was definitely when i was younger Mm -hmm. but um so is that jaded i think i think sometimes okay oh my gosh this is so good so okay so that that thinking like you like okay so it's you know i've been jaded by people hurting me and me choosing now to be more selective and have a standard in who i choose to call a friend you know i think that can sometimes reveal that there's um oh that there maybe is a lack of would you say I'll, i'll ask i'll pose a question instead of just making a statement would you say that maybe that can reveal a lack of forgiveness in yourself like you, you've not forgiven yourself for allowing those people to get close to you, and maybe because they betrayed you. No, that's not what I meant by. I meant by like jaded in a, you know, in the in the sense that I used to. 
have a much more what is it ignorance is bliss way of looking at the world <laughs> and that's not the naive way. I don't yeah and I don't look at the world that way anymore so mm-hmm. and I guess in that sense you could call it jaded I wouldn't mm-hmm. say I'm jaded mm-hmm. like I said I'm much happier mm-hmm. with the friendships I have now and the people that are in my life because they're much more wholesome and meaningful relationships um, and I'm not running around trying to do things for people that don't deserve my time mm-hmm. so but I do think people people struggle with that with okay I allowed this person to get close to me I trusted this person and then they they let me down they betrayed me they lied they talked behind my back whatever it is you know um and people struggle with forgiving themselves yeah absolutely and I think sometimes that stuff comes from from childhood or other experiences in their life. What do you mean? Maybe related to family or different people that were close to them that let them down throughout their life. I think that affects you a lot more when you have friendships where people let you down. You take it, you know, I think that's that's where you need to forgive yourself because that's harder to forgive yourself when it's related to things with family or not feeling loved and different things like that. Well, I don't, I don't think people blame themselves I don't think people blame themselves. I'll, I'll be for real. I don't think people blame themselves when it comes to familial disappointment. And I'll say this because you are supposed to expect them to be good to you. They are family. So I think it's more, that's more about others. So like friends, associates, you know, oh, I trusted them and I shouldn't have trusted them. It's people that you choose to put in your life. Family, you don't choose. Yeah, so I, you can't blame yourself. But I think a lot of people, you know, that I work with, they internalize the way that they're treated by their family. But I know I will. I think if you are, if somebody says something to you or treats you like crap over and over, of course you're gonna, you going, you're going to absorb that. It's, but that's not the same thing as blaming yourself for trusting that person or expecting more from that person. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I only say that because I've I've dealt with it. And that's one thing where I don't internalize it. I actually, I, I feel like I'm a very good judge of character. And so when I don't listen to my intuition, because I'm like, oh, I'm, let me give the person the benefit of a doubt so that I can feel good about myself, you know, um, and then they let me down. Then I'm like, that's when I start to blame myself. Why did I do that? That's so stupid, Precious. Why did you, why did you not? You know what I'm saying? That's when I start to blame myself. When it's somebody, when yeah. it's an option to, for them to be in my life. And then I choose that option. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's good. So, like, why do you think forgiveness is important? Um, well, there's, there's health benefits for yourself. Oh, good. Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, healthy relationships, improved mental health, less anxiety and stress. Lower blood pressure, mm-hmm. um, improved heart health, fewer symptoms of depression, stronger immune system, improved self-esteem. I mean, it's it's just across the board. It's a good thing for you to do. Yeah, I mean, I think that's great. Like um, when your stress levels are higher, it does really affect your immune system. Like there's physiological things that happen that are negative. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, and forgiveness and stress and worry, all that tends to go hand in hand. Uh, I, I think, um, well, somebody once said, they said, uh, um, oh, it was Nelson Mandela that, um, 
unforgiveness is like drinking a poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah. And I and I like the one that says to forgive is to set a prisoner free and then discover that that prisoner was you. Mm. Um, That's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because the truth is that, okay, so unforgiveness, it tethers you, it tethers you to the past. Um, it tethers you to the past, but then also to that other person. Right. You're dragging them around and all your... <laughs> right. And you're still connected to them and holding a grudge. Like, you know, like I said, it's not good for your health. And literally, you know, we're, we're made of energy. Yeah. And if you store that energy and hold that grudge, it's got... That energy's got to go somewhere and it builds up over time. And, it, you know, it's like a figure eight and it gets clogged and literally it affects your heart. Like like it says here. But it affects... It can, it can come out as anxiety, depression, or it could come out as stress or heart-related issues. It's... It's all connected. It just depends on you and how it affects your health in whatever way it does. Mm, I think that's good. Um, one thing that I thought about was, hmm, okay, so <laughs> specifically, like, you know, we talked about, like, with friendships and things like that, when people um, maybe have betrayed you in the past, how it makes you more guarded. May, like Whether it's like friendship, it might be in a, in a romantic rela- relationship. It might yeah. be with, with parents or whatever, you know. But what if, what if people don't even know what it's like? No one knows what it, it's like to have 100% of you because you've been only giving yourself, giving 50% of yourself due to self-preservation, trying to guard your trying to guard yourself so much that you no one knows what it's like to to see you at your fullest potential when it comes to spreading love i mean that's just sad that's it's so sad it's so <laughs> yeah i mean that's, yeah. that is not the way i would handle you know having difficult things in your life it's you're not really living at a certain point mm-hmm. it's not you know, if you're not experiencing emotion and you're sheltering yourself from everybody, then you're not really living. So, But the truth is that so many people struggle with the ability to forgive, unforgiveness. Um, there's so many quotes from different leaders and things like that that um, that tell you about the joys of forgiveness. You know, what the, the good things that come from, from forgiveness. There's so many things out there that say that, right? Mm-hmm. But not many things tell you how to forgive. Yeah. And so people don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. You're, you're sitting with something that's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. I mean, that's that's when things like counseling and stuff come into play. If, you, if you're having a hard time forgiving someone or, or it's affecting your life or your health or your mental health. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think some people, they need to be able to work through those emotions. Um, you know, what do you think are some things that get in the way? What do you think are some things that get in the way of people being able to truly forgive? I mean, depending on what someone did you, anger, I mean, just rage towards someone or what happened or, you know, for some people, hatred. I don't know. I would imagine that those would be major barriers for being able to forgive someone. Mm. Just being clouded by anger and hatred. I Mm. mean, can be like poison for your soul. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, 
I think hatred is a, such a strong word, but maybe that is what it is. I, um, when, I, when I think about when I have struggled with unforgiveness, oh my gosh, like this, this thing has, has been true each time is that um, each time I dehumanize the person that created the offense and they are now just the offense yeah. You know, they are no longer this complex person. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. You know, and so now in my mind and in my, or really in my heart, because like logically I know they're not just that thing, you know, but I think in my heart, that's all they are. <laughs> and yeah. so um, every time I think about them, every time I talk or interact with them, it's, it's through that lens Everything is filtered through that offense. And they become basically the face of all evil. Right. I think that can get in the way. I do think that um, sometimes um, how we grow up and how we watch our parents. If, if you saw your parents fight and never saw them make up. That could be hard to understand forgiveness yeah. or if they never actually truly forgave each other, you know, like maybe no one talks about anything. Everybody just sweeps everything under the rug. Or, I mean, another thing is if no one's ever forgiven you, like it's if no one's ever forgiven you, it makes it very hard for you to see that as well. Like when you when you know, when people have forgiven me in my life for mm-hmm. things that I've done, that's a very powerful experience. And mm-hmm. it just it, it changes you like, you know, because you it kind of forces you to look at yourself a little mm. differently and the things that you did. And then before you go judging other people or, or being angry with other people, you're like, you know what? I've made mistakes before too. So, you know, you're, you're more empathetic and understanding with other people having, you know, being human and making mistakes. Right. So. Yeah. If, if, if grace has been grace and mercy have been shown on to me, then I should let that flow through me. Right. That's what you're saying. Right. Yeah. I, I do think, um, another thing is people keeping score. People keeping keeping score can can prevent um, pre- pre- prevent them from forgiving. So if I'm like I'm just adding all this stuff up that you do every time you do something that I don't like that pisses me off that offends me, then like you can never you can't you can't go against the laundry list of things. Especially yeah. if they're writing them down. Remember that uh, that video we watched? That lady was writing all that stuff down. She had like oh, twenty yeah, pages yeah, worth yeah. of stuff. Like she had been keeping everything down. Like yeah. you, because you always have to even go back to if you're writing it down. Gosh, like that's so toxic. That's, yeah, that's so toxic. It's just like <laughs> going back to your toxic journal every other, you know, every <laughs> couple of weeks to write down all the toxic things in your life. Yeah. Speaking of angry. which, I mean, since we were mentioning journaling, um, that is not the way you're supposed to journal. You are, you're only supposed to write down good things. <laughs> it's, or, or, or I mean, or you can write down bad things, but just how you move a, through them. It's in a safe place that you revisit it when you need to, but you don't revisit it often. I think you should you should write how you move through them. I don't like if you're going to mention something that was tough, make sure you mention how you moved through it and got on the other side. Um, cuz cuz but it is like just creating that toxic but sometimes you're rehearsing. Not, sometimes you haven't gotten through it yet and that mm-hmm. might be the way to get it out of your body and get it out on paper so it's not in your body anymore. Yeah. But I mean because I used to do that. Remember I used to to write in my journal and I would write like terrible things. And when we talk about what forgiveness is um and what it is not 
the way I look at it, um, I saw this um, this one lady, she was talking about it and I loved her analogy. So she she said forgiveness, true forgiveness um, requires more of an autopsy than a rehearsal. So an autopsy, what you do is you assess what happened, what went wrong. You you gather the facts and then you bury it. Yeah. Right. A rehearsal is where you just keep talking about it right. and, and, and you're nurturing this perception of the truth yeah, over more, and over. Giving it more energy. Yeah. And that's it. That's, there's no bearing it. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why that's why I say I don't know that that writing that in a journal, especially if not, if there's no ending there, like how you move through it. I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. But like if, if it's just. This upset me and I'm I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that that's healthy. Well, sometimes it is though. Because if you're yeah. holding it inside, then what it's going to manifest itself in a different way. But you don't think that people should communicate? I think that but that's... A part- lot of people don't. But but you need to. And that, that's right. the thing. Like just writing in a journal, is that's not healthy. Like um, when we talk about the ability to forgive, like how you forgive, one of those things and actually... So this is a good transition. Um, So how one of the things that prevents us from forgiving and and one of the ways to forgive. Okay, so I think something that prevents us from forgiving is we don't want to name the offense. Sometimes I don't want to tell you what you did that hurt me. I don't want to go through that uncomfortable conversation. It's uncomfortable to have conflict. Um, And so if you can't name what it is then you can't move through it. Yeah. If you can't sit with your emotion too. I I think anger is a perfectly acceptable emotion. And it's one that you, that you should face so that you can get through to the other side. Yeah. But I mean, I guess, you know, with the work I do, sometimes journaling is the only outlet someone has. Like, yeah, sometimes like they're mad. They, they have, they're not able to forgive their parents and they're not able to talk to their parents about it for whatever reason. Like maybe so, their parents passed away or, or their parents are just mentally ill or on mm-hmm. drugs or mm-hmm. whatever. And so that journaling is the way, mm-hmm. a way for them to process things and to get it out and make peace with the situation as mm-hmm. they, as things come up. And also, like I said, so it's not in their body anymore. Mm-hmm. Cause if you keep it in your body, it's the same thing, clogging things up and <coughs> causing health issues whether it's mental health or physical health. Yeah. So I think that um, some other things that get in the way of our ability to forgive um, is that um, we do it for the wrong reasons, right? So some of those would be like when you're trying to skip the healing process I just want to, I want to get right to, to the end because I'm so tired of feeling this, right? So I, I forgive you, right? But there's healing and then forgiveness. Yeah. And so sometimes we want to skip that because that's messy. And again, that forces us to, to sit in our brokenness and address it. I don't want to address it. I don't want to face that ugliness and that, that pain, right? So I'm just going to skip to that and say, oh, I forgive you. Yeah, but is that, that true? That's not really. You haven't you know, healed, though. So yeah, it's just not true forgiveness. No, it's not, and you haven't healed, which is it's just going to affect you more. So, um, another one is um, you might think that forgiving others quickly makes you a good person. That that is that is actually a hindrance to true forgiveness. 
Okay? Because, like, okay, I'm just going to do it because it makes me a good person. Like, a virtue complex. Yeah. 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 Um, and the truth is that you have a right to your pain. Yeah, I mean, pain is no pain, no gain. It's how well, you grow. pain is part of the human experience. And, right. And if we don't acknowledge it, then... It's just gonna eat. It's gonna eat at us. Um, I always say you can you can deal with something. It's gonna come out either in a in a healthy way or in a in an unhealthy way. You get to choose. So by choosing to brush it under the rug and, or push it to the side and not deal with it, then we tend to have it come out in other ways, unhealthy ways. Right. Um, and that might be what what I talked about. Like maybe people only get fifty percent of you from now on. Yeah. You know, uh, super guarded um, or just angry and resentful. Um, Let's see. What about um, when people have, specifically when it comes to like victims um, and maybe not, maybe not like the actual victims, but like, like when people have been like murdered and stuff, like I think about that whole Botham Jean case. And um, when, you know, the young man was murdered um, by the police officer that that broke into his apartment. And and then so she was found guilty. But then the young man got on the stage and which young man? the brother, okay. the brother of the victim got on the stage um, at the sentencing and said that he forgave her and that he didn't even think she deserved prison time. OK, uh, and I, I do think that um, victims and sometimes families of victims feel a lot of pressure to forgive. But I also think like in, in, in other situations, like I've, I've been in situations and, um, where I am the only one who has had an issue with a member of a group of friends. Right. Yeah. And so they give me pressure to to forgive and what it looks like to them, right? To forgive in the way that it looks like to them. Yeah, and I've been in that situation before too. Yeah, so it's like, and and, and so I think um, maybe someone who with a, um, that was more easily swayed would, because it, it is like, okay, it's uncomfortable. Like oh, now, now, you know, you're the odd man out. You don't fit in with the group when this person is around yeah. and everybody's uncomfortable because everybody knows there's an elephant in the room, right? right? Because there's something that happened between y'all two. And so if you could just move forward, even though you're, you're the one that was hurt, you're the, you're the one that, that received the offense. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that um, the truth is though, forgiveness um it doesn't require innocence or merit. Okay, so you don't have the person doesn't have to be innocent for you to forgive them. Yeah, I was gonna say just just be true to yourself and honor how you feel. Don't don't just push whatever you feel under the rug. Like sometimes you need to be angry. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need to be sad. Now, if it becomes like two, three months of that, then you might want to get some counseling, which is completely normal. Like counseling is good for everybody. Yes. So like that's that's the thing that, you know, with counseling has that negative stigma, like, oh, there's something must be wrong with you. But real in the reality, like everybody could benefit from counseling. Yeah. Especially at certain points in their life. So it's just good to have that outside perspective. Someone who's not directly involved, like 
you know, sometimes talking to your friends, they can be draining on them or talking to your family about something over and over again that's bothering you can be really draining and you don't want to feel like a burden. So then it, then it makes you feel bad because you're still not over this thing, but you know, no one knows what you're feeling because you're the only one that went through it. So that's when, you know, something like counseling is, is where you need to go. Yeah. I think it's also important to give yourself grace. You know, I think when, when I think about the times where I struggle with unforgiveness, or at least I thought I was, it was because I wasn't giving myself grace. And I, I did go to counseling. Yeah. And she told me, she was like, I, she's like, these are perfectly normal emotions. And it did just happen. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I think you need to give yourself the opportunity to work through those emotions yeah. and not just expect yourself to be just fine. Like, you know, sometimes things affect you and that's okay. That's okay. It's real. Right. And like to face it and allow yourself to, to sit in it, but move through it. You know, I think that, that we need to give ourselves more time than we tend to. Yeah, absolutely. So how, how do you forgive? I mean, I can use my, myself as example um there's been times in my life where things happened that made me very angry and the kind of the process i had to go through was like work out a lot and hit a punching bag a lot until the anger was gone and it that's the healthiest way that i could deal with it at that time it wouldn't have been healthy for me to hold on to that and then the anger come out towards <coughs> other people or in you know in situations you know if i'm out in public or downtown or whatever like that wouldn't be good or healthy or could even be terrible for me so like sometimes you you know in that particular situation I was extremely angry and I needed to deal with it in that way and then once I dealt with that anger after a couple of months then I was able to forgive and able to move so is is this in a situation where you weren't able to talk to the person or you just chose not to I it wouldn't have been a good thing and and I chose not to um because it wasn't worth it it wasn't I, worth I, I it. Saw, I saw no reason to try to do that because I didn't want to continue any kind of relationship, relationship with, that, with person. that person. That makes sense. So it's like if I saw them, it would have been that anger yeah. towards them. So it was like it's better to just deal with it on my own in, yeah. a, in the healthiest way that I can, which sometimes that just means <coughs> hitting a punching bag a lot. So. Yeah. I do think that the times when we struggle, um, that we struggle with forgiveness or the ability to forgive um, is is when we can't, if the person won't atone for it, if they won't make it right, if they won't apologize, right? Um, It's a lot easier when they do it. And so it's almost like a last resort kind of thing, forgiveness. Because it, it comes naturally when the person is sincerely sorry and apologizes and, and stop, stops doing it. So we don't, we tend to not struggle in those cases. Yeah. The times when we struggle is when, the person won't. They won't acknowledge it. They won't atone. They just keep doing the same thing over and over. And so I think first it's like defining for yourself and a, a, a real reason why. Why? Why do I want to forgive this person? And so it could be for that reason of I don't want to keep pulling this thing from the past into my present and blocking my future and my purpose. Yeah, I mean, again, it's, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. Regardless of, you can't control what they do. So yeah, you, you, you really do, can't. Do it for yourself. <laughs> and then, um, and then, facing the anger. 
I think that's the next step is facing the anger of what happened. Well, assessing what happened. I'm sorry. Assessing what happened, what they did, and then facing the anger of what they did. So assess what happened, like what happened to you. So not what happened to other people. What happened to you? Um, Like you can't get upset or you can't expect, you can't forgive somebody. You, You can't forgive your father for beating your mother. Yeah. But you can forgive him for maybe... You know, you you now have an anxiety for you not feeling safe in relationships. You, those things have actually, that's what happened to you. It, it created that in you, right? Right. So what can I actually forgive? This, what am I forgiving them for? Assess. And then face the anger or the hurt and the pain. And then um, there's an acceptance, I think, or like moving through it. And then... This one part was like really eerie for me was moving through, moving through the loneliness. And I'll explain moving through the loneliness after accepting all that and choosing to forgive. Right. Mm -hmm. So now you are just left with who you are after that. And having to put the pieces back together. And so many of us have walked with unforgiveness for so long and nursing that pain and that offense and dragging these people along that that's familiar that's comfortable oh yeah and you're giving them more power in your life but i'm saying like that's that's that part is comfortable now that part is comfortable and so now, now letting it go and just being stuck with you yeah and having to Face who you are now and do the work for you is eerie. It's eerie. Yeah. In a way, the pain gives you comfort. Mm. It's kind of sick, huh? Yeah. I mean, a little bit, but it it is what happens to a lot of people. Yeah, it's very counterintuitive, though. I mean, depending on how painful it was, it can happen to anyone. Yeah. Anybody can go through something that's so painful that they, they carry it around with them and it affects them every day. Yeah. It's like carrying a ball and chain on your ankle everywhere you go. Like, you, like I said, you just get you just get used to it. And like I, I went through that. I went through that, and it is to to then now have to like let all that go. And now I'm not I'm not just focused on what that person did to me, who that person is, how they're such a bad person, yeah. and now to face who I am. What, oh, I want to I want to bring up the um, another thing that can get in the way of unforgiveness is when the other person they when they struggle or they exhibit a weakness in an area that we don't have a weakness in isn't it a lot easier to forgive someone when they struggle with something that is the same as you that the offense is similar to something that you've done or you struggle yeah. with, right? Yeah, you when can you can't to identify it. with, like, which is that's so messed up because it's like, okay, so now that I'm in a position of power to to forgive, even though I have I don't struggle with that, that's a strength of mine. I'm going to make you feel like crap about it, and but we do that. Yeah. How often do we do that? Because it's like it's it's hard to show empathy on something that we don't understand. Yeah. Right. Right. That's what I was saying earlier. You know. The power of forgiveness when someone's forgiven you and how it affects you. It makes a big difference. 
Yeah, but I just I love um, something you mentioned is that it's it's like a circle. So it, it, it should be something that's free flowing in, in any relationship that you have to where I forgive you, you forgive me. We, we keep handing that to each other, right? Yeah, the figure eight. You want to keep the energy flowing. You don't want it to get blocked up. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I think about like the Dead Sea. So the Dead Sea, you know, is like what the lowest point on Earth. And um, the Dead Sea, so everything, every, all the water flows to it. And nothing can flow out of it. And because of that, nothing can live in it. Right. You know, so we need to be something that is free flowing so that that we can bring life. Right. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> well, this was an awesome talk. I know it was a lot longer than um, they typically are, but I'm with it. If, if y'all are with it, I'm with it. If, as long as it's good, right? <laughs> well, um, you can find me on Instagram at poppin underscore precious. Um, if you follow me, I'll follow back. So wherever you are, have a great day. And until next time on Mental Digestion.